Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of papilledema found under the ophthalmology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 58-year-old man presents to the emergency department with transient vision loss in both eyes. His symptoms are associated with a throbbing right frontal headache. He endorses an unintentional 25-pound loss over the course of three months. Physical exam is notable for bilateral papilledema. An MRI of the brain, with and without contrast, demonstrates a right frontal intraaxial mass concerning for malignancy. Let's continue with an introduction to papilledema. As a general overview, this refers to optic disc swelling secondary to increased intracranial pressure. In terms of the pathophysiology, there is raised intracranial pressure that is transmitted to the optic nerve sheath. This disrupts axoplasmic nerve flow, leading to leakage of intracellular contents and subsequently resulting in optic disc swelling. Conditions that are associated include an intracranial mass, cerebral edema, idiopathic intracranial hypertension, obstructive hydrocephalus, and obstructive venous flow, such as in the case of a venous sinus thrombosis. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms will include transient vision loss with changes in head position or spontaneously. On exam, one may note bilateral findings, and this may include loss of venous pulsation, obliteration of the optic nerve cup, and optic disc swelling. Remember that this means that the disc margins will become obscured. In terms of further imaging, Brain imaging is indicated as the initial step in the evaluation of increased intracranial pressure suggested by papilledema. Specific modalities would include MRI of the brain with contrast, which is preferred. In terms of further studies, lumbar puncture is indicated in patients with papilledema with normal neuroimaging, and this is indicated to assess the opening pressure. Visual field testing is indicated to monitor for visual side effects of papilledema, and it also helps to monitor the response to treatment. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about optic neuritis. This is typically unilateral and will present with a relative afferent pupillary defect in unilateral cases. There will also be pain associated with eye movements. With regards to treatment, remember that treatment is aimed at the underlying cause of papilledema. For example, tumor resection in patients with a brain malignancy. And lastly, Complications related to papilledema include blindness. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to papilledema, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 52-year-old male is brought to the emergency room because of a severe headache and nausea. The patient states he has never seen a doctor before. Soon, he becomes uncooperative and is unable to follow commands. On exam, his blood pressure is 185 over 125, heart rate is 88, and he has a temperature of 37.3 degrees Celsius. Papilledema is noted on ophthalmologic exam. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? And the answer choices are, choice one, right MCA ischemic stroke. Choice two, central pontine myelonolysis. Choice three, hypertensive encephalopathy, choice 4, hypertensive urgency, or choice 5, alcohol withdrawal.
The best answer to this question is choice three, hypertensive encephalopathy. The patient in this vignette most likely is suffering from hypertensive encephalopathy with a blood pressure greater than 180 over 125 and signs of cerebral edema. Hypertensive urgency is defined as a blood pressure over 180 over 120 with no signs of acute and organ damage. Hypertensive emergency is the same blood pressure criterion with acute and organ damage and can be further classified into malignant hypertension, which is seen with retinal hemorrhages, exudates, and or papilledema, and hypertensive encephalopathy, which is seen with cerebral edema and non-localizing neurologic signs and symptoms. It should be emphasized that hypertensive emergency does not only affect the central nervous system and or the eyes, but it can involve many organ systems, especially the renal and cardiovascular systems. Other signs and symptoms to be aware of include epistaxis, hematuria, chest pain, and shortness of breath. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. A right MCA ischemic stroke would present with left facial paralysis, left arm paralysis, and difficulty speaking. Choice 2. Central pontimyelinolysis presents as locked-in syndrome in which the patient is entirely paralyzed except for the eyelids. Choice 4. Hypertensive urgency would have a blood pressure in this patient's range, but the patient would by definition be asymptomatic. Choice 5. Alcohol withdrawal can present with hypertension, but we would expect to see an elevated heart rate as well as signs of sympathetic hyperactivation. That's all for this review about papilledema. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on medbullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.